This episode of Speakers of Fightland is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circuit Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Casey Schaefer, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, AJ Brainswordson, Bob Cece, Mikta Rappentau, Faris Gentoru, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Winebow Brood, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Face on Masher, Elenreal Maximus, Code Red No, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Suno Chicano, Celesto Notrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, and Yowie Wowie. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorcians. Welcome to episode 250. I'm Lukeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today, of course, by Georgi Wiston and uh, Rollo Des. Oh, it's me. It's episode 250. Okay, that's mm -hmm. all. Uh, so um, that's uh, that's all. Uh, we, we are we have survived 250 episodes. We don't celebrate this anymore, um, but... Um, speakers is just a constant now. You should know that. Yeah, we celebrate Ish. every 100th. So, 350... One more year. Oh, my God. 50 episodes mm -hmm. is a year. Oh, yeah. fuck. This We've been time, here forever. This time next year, we'll be at episode 300. Um, all right. It is June t uh, 12th, 2021, which means E3 has kicked off. Um, I do have E3 open in a t the tiniest window known to man on my, my laptop here. So if there's like a big thing that's revealed, don't worry, it's not going to happen. But if there is a big reveal, then I will scream it out live if you're watching. Uh, live. If you're watching live. If you're watching this... For VOD viewers, it's going to be really annoying if I go, Oh my god, uh, Age of uh, Empires 100 has been announced. And they're like, Age of Empires wow, 100 was announced jump. six days ago. Um, all right, anyways. Um, yeah, they've gone really far, really far. I bet you didn't know that they're at the, that last year they released 99 and 100 is expected mm -hmm. this year. Um, all right, so uh, today we're gonna uh, do two. We're gonna read two interviews with the OGP, one with uh, Gamerscape and one with a German um, uh, video game magazine called uh, Buffed. Um, so uh, there's some interesting points in there, and of course we have to discuss the fact that the 14-hour stream has been announced for this year. It's happening. It's happening this year as well. So uh, that's big mm -hmm. hype. We'll also read Mogmail, slash mogmail Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be reading questions from the syndicate. All right. Uh, with that out of the way, I think we can uh, get into uh, some recent events. 
Um, we have some new optional items. <laughs> so, just so you know, big warning. We're about to just do a lot of sh- Oh! You didn't spend that moment of me, like, forgetting to mute uh, the alerts to put in a message you, there. I appreciate that. You could have that. said anything. This could have been your that, moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right, so, um, yeah, for this part of recent events, it's going to be a lot of shilling. Just so you know that. There's going to be a lot. <laughs> we are uh, a walking ad right now. Uh, so... Um, the, um, there's a new emote and some new gear that's been made available on the Final Fantasy XIV online store. Uh, oh, also, we have to mention this, uh, at the end. Right, so, um, <laughs> um, th that's it. It's like a cherry blossom thing, emote. Uh, remember when that used to be just an item? Just an item you got on Little Ladies Day? Now, mm -hmm. you get it as an emote. I think it's got a little extra more color variation on the petals. But other than mm -hmm. that, it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there's also this gear that's... Um, <clears throat> I don't use the word... I do use the word weeb ver very often. So, I'm going to use the word we weeb. Don't you know you're playing a Japanese game? <laughs> oh, that's Come always on. the counter. That's always the counter every time. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it is whatever. It looks like Naruto. It could have been a Naruto, this gear. Someone in Naruto that, could have worn this. It's got that real kind of like Ronin kind of look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so there you go. It is available uh, right now. It became available two days ago, uh, June 10th. I, I like it because it's got a headband... And I think it's it's non-job-locked. If mm. anyone else can tell me about a non-job-locked, diable head headpiece, mm. headband in the game, uh, please let me know. I hope you non -diable? enjoy that. Non-diable? Yeah. Non-diable. I mean, diable, sorry. Yeah, oh, okay. oh, sorry, yes, all the way around. Because <laughs> you, you could use that one. The ones that I can around. think of are all non-diable or they're job-locked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, enjoy that, uh, Vieira and Rothgar. Oops. Uh, so, uh, moving <laughs> on. Is a, no, Vieira is using it. Really? In the, in the promo picture. Oh, yeah, the Vieira. Good luck using that, Rothgar. Oop. Uh, do you think Rothgar can wear it? Does it say that anywhere? Probably. I, I, it doesn't say anything, but you know what? I feel it like anything, anything Vieira can wear, Rothgar can wear normally. Okay. Well, congratulations, Vieira and Rothgar. You can wear this! <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. You can't hear it. <laughs> One more time. There you go. Um, you, you, just so it's extra loud. Uh, right. So, um, uh, let's uh, look at some more merchandise. There, You wouldn't know, but the uh, dev blog... <laughs> Has been pumping out posts uh, recently, and uh, Square Enix is trying very hard to just n not tell anyone. Uh, it's it's very bizarre. We talked about this before. How the poor people working at uh, the dev blog they just get no love. Uh, so uh, here's uh, the uh, merchandise spotlight. Um, uh, let's just jump into that. Uh, this is the stuff that's available on the Square Enix store. 
Uh, greetings, this is Sexos from the community team. We'd like to showcase some of the new merchandise that was recently unveiled during the Digital Fan Festival. We'll be looking at the full range of new merchandise that debuted, but please note that several items may have already been sold out. We'll get back to that in the main cool. story today. Um, be helmeted serpent of Ronka plushie. Uh, oh, so cute. You know what? We may not even have mm -hmm. to... You know what? I'm not going to even read their sales pitch. Let's just no, look at the picture and describe what we look at. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the little Ronka baby. The helmeted one. The helmeted one. I think I've. I think a regular great serpent of Ronka already plushy already exists. So now you can have one that has a helmet. Mm, yes. Um, there's also the wine glasses, which. Yeah, I. Here's the thing. I feel like when it comes to wine, I'm not one to talk. I always drink from this cup where you literally can't see anything. But there's something about drinking something from a glass cup that you can't see the contents of that I find. I don't know. I find it strange, especially with a wine glass. I'm like, isn't part of the, I don't know. It's, uh, there's something about this wine glass. That's a bit tacky to me, but it's I also, just, it's a I, little, <laughs> yeah, but you know like, what? It's, it's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. I want I it, see, but I assume they're made out of glass. Otherwise they wouldn't say wine glasses, Oh my God! Please but they don't look be like plastic. they're made out of plastic. No, <laughs> no. Well, if they're made of plastic, that fucking suck. At that price, that would suck. Um, yeah. They poured some tea. Oh, they promised it was tea in them. Um, okay. I drink on the job. <laughs> it I don't added know a sense of luxury. Why is one of the boxes... So there's oh, one yeah. box that's got blue blue silk and the other one's got purple silk. Do you not get to choose? Mm. Is it random? Yeah, and also <laughs> the box, like... You see the lip here. It's like it's purple. So this yeah. is blue. So, mm. hmm. Like, what's... There's, explain this. Maybe this is Why from, is like, a not... product <laughs> test. Like, they're, this is actually, like, sample boxes. And they're, like, this is... They're trying to decide in this picture. Okay. Uh, I don't. Oh yeah, it says we debated on different types of boxes and what color the cloth should be inside. There you go. They explained it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I right. didn't tell you what which which one they chose. Mm. No, I think on the store they chose. They went for this one. This is the one I remember from the store. I think I like the purple one more. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the book style storage box. I mean, what is that? Oh, is that Norbrand? That's the, Norbrand. Yeah. It's all right. I would prefer another Encyclopedia Eorzea over this, but uh, hey, a I cool box. I would prefer <laughs> a cloth map of the three great continents. Mm, mm. Did they already do that? Oh, wait, no, not three great continents. Uh, 1.0. That was, that was just Eorzea. Yeah. Also, I don't like how the front, the top cover is just like... Oh, like, they did that. No, no, Ilse no. They did the three great continents for Stormblood. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I have that. Map. But why did they cut? Why did they cut Ilsebard like that in the picture? <laughs> yeah, it's on, on the cover. The cut is unfortunate. Um, yeah, that's the problem with the map of the three great continents. It's very long. It's, it is it very long. It doesn't wrap well on a, anything. Um, this these, this is probably my favorite thing. Uh, it's the the, I agree. the job magnets. I um, love a good magnet. Mm. Um, they're five euros each, which is really funny because I'm like, maybe I'll just buy a magnet. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll buy a magnet. All right, that's 37 mm -hmm. euros in shipping, please. 
<laughs> what? So th- how do you live in Europe? This is this sounds miserable. No, this is Square Enix. No, oh, Square literally, Enix. literally nowhere else do I have to deal with shipping prices like these. It is only from the Square Enix store. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's uh, have keep, we? Yeah, go on. Have we ever talked about which jobstones look? most nice and which ones look ugly well we already know that rollo made fun of my egg yeah because it looks like a fucking suppository mm. is um, not that round <laughs> i think um i don't know which one's my favorite i do like the hmm. i like Ouch. the shape of the summoner one i think i think it's very unpleasant to the eye <laughs> um <laughs> I do like the Dark Knight and the Machinist one. The Dark Knight one is very cool. I don't uh, like the shape of the samurai one. It's too haphazard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their edge, the edges look too sharp. You can get hurt. The, I do like. It's the... not that they look too sharp. It just looks too like not nicely cut. <laughs> the Red Mage one is cool as well. I do like the yes way it looks. Um, all right. Well, there you go. It can be yours for five euros if you're in Europe. If you're in Northern Europe, you have to pay 50 euros for one. So enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. th- uh, next, the Crystal Exarch uh, Final oh. Fantasy fourteen figure. Um, this is a very small... <laughs> this is a small figure. Just want to point... Just 16 as a warning. Yeah. We have, yeah, I mean... That- We've seen that it. sounds about right. Well, with the price, I don't know. They, we talk about this. I every mean, you're time. right with the price. Everything on expensive... that store is priced ridiculously. <laughs> like they know that people will just buy anything they put up, whatever the price. Yeah. So... Listen, don't judge me. This is the only piece of expensive merch I bought from Screams. Okay. You bought this roller? Yeah, I bought this one. What is it like? Oh, cool. Well, then we have first-hand we a first-hand review, Rollo. Oh, okay, sure. What? what um, how do you feel about this statue or this? How easily figure? can he be eaten? I'll give you that review. <laughs> um, can you read that line that's in the middle of the screen right now? Although the pose is quite simple, the stance conveys the exarch's charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love his that arthritis form. hands. Mm. Just... He doesn't. I. So, we've talked about. <laughs> Why is he so charismatic as the Exarch, and then he's a fucking dork when he's because he has because he's like the he has the hood on most of the time. He can hide his face, you know. And then I do you know when he takes the mask off, he wasn't the same. Well, oh. I just find it difficult to believe that a man that has such difficulty lying to a <laughs> to like a. A bootlegger or whatever that person <laughs> was yeah can l- inspire an entire like city and almost continent of people yeah yeah um well uh um i mean from i'll the, say yeah i i don't know about this paint job oh yeah i was because i was going <laughs> so, to so, say that, sometimes yeah. uh, a little bit higher quality than an amiibo but that's not saying much would you say it is <laughs> worth the price no, it is okay. not. There a lot go. of Square Enix merchandise is not worth the price. No. You buy it because you like it, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, yeah, there's some more close-ups here of the statue. Um, I'll say the crystal, like the crystal details on him, look nice along with the staff. Mm, yeah. But, uh, the yes, face paint job is. I mean, it's a yeah, pre-production model, probably. So uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I've never thought about before how his arm is see-through. That mm. weirds mm. me out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like it's not that weird because this is a statue, but thinking about it from the perspective of the characters in game, that's strange. Yeah. Yeah. There's also an Ardbert one, uh, which is slightly higher at 19 centimeters, 7.5 inches. Uh yeah, the faces are yeah, off. It's, it's. You ever seen that one Martha amiibo? That's just mm-hmm. really. Yeah. <laughs> also known as Morph. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, same vibes, but again, the body detail looks great. Like that. Yeah, shoulder, this looks cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, it looks real good. It's yeah. Just, I don't. The sculpting looks nice. It's yeah. the paint job that is questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, there you go. The, the there Size they are. Size comparison. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next is the personal organizer. Uh, that's what that is. <laughs> Don't know what else. I mean, I like the design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too fucking expensive for what it is. Uh, Again, none of this merch is worth it for the money. No. Not a single one. Maybe like the magnets because. You can just get the one you like, and that's like less than five dollars usually. Yeah, you get it because you like it, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But this, I feel like this is the kind of merch that doesn't you don't buy. You like it, but this is a notebook. This is like a. This is a. This is a. Uh, why? Why? This, I mean, I don't remember the price exactly. Isn't it like fifty like euros or some crazy? Let me let, let me let me find it right now for you. Hold on. Yeah. What Personal I, I organizer. Why does this dev blog not link to the show uh, to the store pages? I don't know. <laughs> this is fifty dollar dues. Holy fuck! Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Uh, and how much is that to euros? Well, it's probably uh, you know how they do that. They do that in in on the Scranix store. They'd be like ah. Fifty dollars. That's fifty euros. That's yeah. probably how it is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, plus shipping for me. So we're talking like we're in the high eighties, baby, for this. <laughs> we're oh god, we're in the almost in the. I almost have to pay ninety euros for this. Probably. Goodness Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, no adjustments if you got this. Just no. You can get what you, you want. Know. We're just pointing out the. Pro- these are like good this is by products surely like this is you could buy this on amazon for like five dollars <laughs> you could yeah 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 you get this because you like final fantasy 14 and there's nothing wrong with that at no. all no 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 uh foldable eyeglass case which i was i was like okay i haven't had uh a, a case for my glasses for in like oh, oh my god it's been so long since i like, i've lost it so long ago uh but uh how much is this one this, this one is this one's like yeah no, okay this one's like more reasonable ish it's like 25 usd so okay it's on the higher end but i could and see myself of, getting it sorry what was the price right now 25 usd 25 Okay. It is one of the nicer t- styles of like glasses case in general. Yeah, it's not the kind you'll. It's not the kind they give you for free when you get glasses from mm. an optometrist. Right. Um, okay, and I like that it's foldable, so that when there's nothing in yeah. it, you can just fold it, and it's yeah. This is mm-hmm. the weirdest one. 
the key case, <laughs> which is for holding keys. Uh, do we have a price on this, this is, one? Uh, here, let me let me get it. Uh, Can I just get? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say I'd rather just a wallet, but we'll get onto that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's thirty dollary dues. Thirty dollary dues for something that will hold. <laughs> I can't see how many hooks it has, but it looks like five. Yeah, five four or keys. Five, yeah. It has, has four hooks. Four hooks. So f for your four keys. Well, I mean, you can hold a key. Yeah, four. How are you going to keep like a keychain? You can't keep a keychain, so it's for yeah. single keys. So four keys. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I find like a, this to be a little strange. Is this like more of a Japanese thing? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Possibly. That's what I have to imagine. I can't imagine this being very common outside of Japan. But I've seen these pop up very recently. So this might be like a new trend that's like just maybe. starting to hit. Also, if you go to the next next item, you'll see an example of the keys they have in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking skeleton key for like <laughs> your mom's haunted attic. Yes. <laughs> Canterbury Commons or yeah. something. <laughs> um, yeah, so here's the wallet. Um, it's a compact wallet. wallet. How much is this one, Rollo? Uh, it'll probably uh, be empty oh, when you get it. Oh, there's so many wallets on here. <laughs> oh shit! Um, this is too small for me for a wallet. Try searching uh, fifty-five dollars. Well, that's an empty wallet when you get it. <laughs> You're because there's not going to be any money in that. Because, uh, like, look at it. It barely fits that twenty yen note. Oh yeah. We've talked about this before. That I is think a we 20... all hate thin wallets. That's a euro. Oh, that's a euro. Yeah. I uh, recognize it. <laughs> um, uh, so that's a European key. See, that's that's to the ah, that's the that's the key is, to the nunnery. This, this is, so above in the in the first one, that's what Japanese people use. In this one, it's yeah, just, this yeah. is the table of a European. Yeah, this is the a classic European table. Your uh, your skeleton key, your receipt, yeah, your coffee, yeah, and your tiny plant. Yes, your tiny European plant. Um, so yeah, there's that. It's very small. Uh, can fit. You have to fold your banknotes. I mean, that's. I mean, you can fold your banknotes. That, I don't I, think that's a problem. <laughs> I don't like small. I hate slim wallets. I'm sorry. I, I know we talked about this. I yeah. just, I, oh. I can't stand having like one little pocket for all my cards. Right. And then when it's time to like mm -hmm. pay, you're like, oh, oh, oh. you just like try to rip out, be like, fuck, it's stuck. I hate that. Uh, all right. Uh, here's a stole. Stole. That's that what, what it says. It's one of the words. It's a type of like scarf. That's this is fifty forty five dollars. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's stoles, like even it, st yeah, stoles even outside of like mm. Square Enix store can get quite expensive. That doesn't yeah. surprise me that much. I don't think this I is available this... in. This might not. Is this available everywhere? This is available in the states at least. Okay. It's out of. It's out of stock right now. So <clears throat> okay. good luck if you want to stole but should have stole it. <laughs> Here's this one confused me. A sling bag? Is that what we call it? He now? calls it that. Is that the what? No. The new, okay, but that's what they call it here. I think because well, they don't want to say. Fanny oh, pack. you know, it's because it's a European post. Because <laughs> they don't want to say fanny. The pack. The British don't want to say fanny pack. 
I mean, then call it like a bum bag. Oh my it's, god, that's is, what they call it. This that's is $90. $90?! Oh my god, that's 120 euros for me to get that. That is one expensive fanny pack. Holy farts. I'm not... That's... Wow. That's... Is it leather? Is it faux leather? Is that why it's so expensive? Do you, you want to keep uh, things that close to your butt? $90? This is not leather. This is it says polyester, so it's like fucking it's it's that PU leather, you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's okay. So it will stick to you. It's not gonna That's a cheap one. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is uh, Okay. Well get what you want, you know. It's your money, but it's uh there you go. That's the that's get the, the entire set. <laughs> yeah, get the entire set only 500 euros. <laughs> uh if you have this on display all at once, you are liable to be robbed. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've shown what a fool you are with money. <laughs> uh okay, so that is the uh, merchandise spotlight. Now, next, uh we have um the vinyl LP box. Now, this one, I feel, is more... I defend the price more here for the full yeah. collection. Because it's $100. Mm -hmm. Each LP is 30 uh, So Yeah, so you're saving by buying the collection, essentially, right? Three, yeah, you would. Uh, saving 20 USD. Yeah. Uh, and it has some really cool art on it. Uh, and this one actually has a, like, a tiny mini interview with Soken about it. Um, and some other mm -hmm. guy, which we'll learn more about. Uh, oh, this is from Bayonne. <laughs> ah, from the community team. Um, following our recent coverage of the new merchandise that debuted during the Digital Fan Festival, today we'd like to showcase our music-related merchandise, the Final Fantasy XIV vinyl LP box. Um, uh, if the vinyls have printed pictures, it fucks up the grooves. And I don't think... No, there's nothing printed on the vinyls, Trista. It's just the yeah. sleeves, the jackets. Uh, this is our first time releasing LP merchandise for Final Fantasy XIV, and is sure to be a must-have for record enthusiasts. For those curious what records, for those curious what records are, allow us to describe a bit of their appeal. I'm sorry. Did I read that? Am I this old that I'm literally reading a post where they're like, "For those curious hey. what <laughs> records are," I would be curious. Rollo, does your niece know what a record is? My niece can barely talk. Okay, so no. <laughs> so no. <laughs> she calls me, she runs at me and goes, Tio, da, da, da. No. She called me uncle in Spanish all day, that's it. But I thought that vinyl was something that had come back, that the Zoomers wanted. Yeah, but I don't know necessarily if... Oh my god, is it our generation it that still. is bringing it back? Is that why? Isn't there like, why? Wait, they... Maybe. Oh, that's sad. Okay, well, now I, I'm feeling very old now. I, uh, I want fucking uh, the Final Fantasy fourteen LPs on cassettes. <laughs> on A side and a B side. I hope cassettes and singles never come back. You can buy some songs on like, in, like in, on Bandcamp, like mm -hmm. indie stuff, mm -hmm. on cassette. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, know. I bought a cassette. Yeah, last year actually. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Um, I love the sound of like a cassette going on, and you turn it on, and it goes <laughs> before it, the track begins. Love that. Yeah. Um. All right. So the eye-catching jacket illustrations were designed by uh, Kuromori. Kuriomori. K 
Kuroi Mori. Yeah, there you go. Whose work was also featured. Do you like that when I when I read every time I reread a word, my voice volume increases slightly every time <laughs> until I'm screaming it. Uh, whose work was also featured in our Japanese freestyle art gallery. Uh, the warm oh. and nostalgic colors and effects are quite striking. The characters are drawn with soft brush strokes and the backgrounds are illustrated in minute deta detail. We highly recommend taking a look at the physical illustrations yourself. The dimensions of these LP jackets are approximately 12.2 uh, 12 inches by 12.2 inches. That's 310 millimeters by 310 millimeters. So you can enjoy the beautiful... Why was that in millimeters? It's an odd thing to do, but all right. That's a strange... Yeah, yeah. So you can enjoy... You could the, just say 31 centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> so you can enjoy the beautiful artwork in all its glory. But the jacket isn't the only thing that's amazing about this LP. The sound quality of our record is heavily influenced by the process of cutting grooves in the vinyl. In our case, the LP records are crafted by none other than American audio engineer Bernie Grundman. Not Bernie Gondor. That's someone else. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. There he is at work, uh, clearly making the... He makes every single record, by the way. He sits by there hand. by <laughs> hand and spins you know the what? thing. Yeah. Maybe. You yeah. might be right. <laughs> you know what? That's sad, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Bernie Grunman is an audio mastering engineer from the United States. As an engineer, he has contributed to the work of some of the biggest names in music, such as Carol uh, King... Uh, Michael Jackson and Steely Dan. He's a celebrity who's been nominated for multiple Grammy Awards and many other commendations. We even spoke with the legend himself. Here's a webcam screenshot. And here's another one of Soken, clearly also from Skype or some other uh, <laughs> video conference software. <laughs> The following is we a summary. We didn't bother to cut off the black edges <laughs> of the picture. No, and for, because we couldn't give Soken a real uh, widescreen camera, he, he has to broadcast in four <laughs> by three. <laughs> The following is a summary what of. What if we still broadcasting four by three? <laughs> we broadcast in. Yes, sorry. <laughs> we bro we broadcast in sixteen by nine, but I guess our. Mm. Do we actually don't know if Discord allows <laughs> uh, widescreen <laughs> or sixteen by nine? Uh, all right. Anyways. Um, the following is a summary of a conversation during a remote meeting held in April. Oh, see, they, they at least they told us. They told it. I was suspicious. I was like, hmm, this doesn't look like this happened. But okay, it was <laughs> <laughs> a remote meeting. All right. Okay, good. Uh, all right. FFXIV sound director Masayoshi Soken. How was the audio I sent you? Okay. <laughs> Read the interview. <laughs> This Read is, it. This is clearly not staged, everyone. <laughs> How was the audio I clearly sent you just now? Bernie Grunman. Great job. The composition was obviously wonderful, but even the parts that are difficult to adjust, like the enunciation of the female vocals, were processed very neatly. Data loss, whether it be great or small, is inevitable when mastering the original sound data onto a storage device. But with my studio and specialized tools, I was able to master the audio to sound clear, and natural. This is like, isn't this like the 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 endless argument for for records or vinyl? Is that the audio is so good, it's so uh, natural? Isn't that why everyone wanted back? But then most people that re-release stuff on vinyl nowadays 
have already done the data loss thing, so it's already like digitized. It's not analog at all, so it's still kind of shit, and mm. you're just overpaying for something that looks cool in your living it, room. Yeah, that, that's that's fine. If you want <clears throat> lossless, you know what you got to do. Get a flack. Yeah, Sorry. but listen, Bernie Grundman, no loss. There's no loss here. It's not it's, a single one. No. Um. So, uh, when I previously listened to a record you mastered, I was blown away by the sheer range of sounds that could be expressed with records. Uh, Bernie says, when it comes to data, it can be prone to digital irregularities, like sounds becoming too sharp. It's as sharp as S I can do. Go on. With records, they produce true sound based on a physical representation, so it's harder for that sort of thing to happen. Analog methods are about how beautifully they can channel the signals. Records are wonderful, not just their sounds, but their size, their jackets, and illustrations too. Even if digital and... You know it. Even if digital and streaming can be convenient, I think being able to store audio in a physical form is something that's important nowadays. Um, Okay, yeah. Um, Soken, that's true. The sound wasn't the only element where we focused on quality. We emphasized it in the packaging, too. It's Kuriyomori's artwork, and we specifically selected the paper and colors to be used. I think it turned out wonderfully, so I'd like to get it out there for everyone as soon as possible. Soken and Bernie seem to have a blast as they continue talking about all sorts of technical topics, but perhaps that's a tale for another time. I'm gonna say they went, thank you for that, goodbye. Uh, we'll, we hope you'll pick up one up for yourself and enjoy the warm sounds unique to records. And they also come with a code to download the songs in lossy MP3. <laughs> <laughs> the vinyl LP box will be available around August 31st, 2021. Check out the promotional site for the track list and other product details. There you go. I mean, I don't have a record player in my car, so I can understand that. <laughs> I wish people had record players in their cars. That was never no, like they, a I real thing. I, 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 I just think, think that's, that's really bad for the records. I that's, love like bad, inconvenient design. Like that's when, why they made eight tracks. They were like, we can't yeah. put a record player in a car. So <laughs> <like> mm. <laughs> uh, right. So uh, that's uh, that's that. Uh, uh, vinyl, a uh, hundred bucks for the whole thing. Thirty bucks per pop. Uh, if you know what a record is, My... go get one. My friend's grabbing one. Maybe I'll take some pictures of his and look it up cold or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to get this, but I'm like, am I going to listen to it ever? Are you a vinyl guy? Ever... No. Do you have a record player? But, no, I would have to buy a record player, obviously. Record players? Well, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I would I mean, obviously... I don't know what you have. Who has... Who has... If you're, if you're below... Okay. And no, I'm setting myself up for like flack no, now. No, just I'll... go in. Okay, files will kill you anyway. If you're below fifty, do you have a record player? Oh no, maybe okay. fifty is too high. When did record players have like eighties? <laughs> Were they still? I think, I think they stopped in the eighties. They, they stopped at like I think seven. I was gonna say the seventies was like off. last decade. They were really relevant. But they did exist in the 80s as well. But they sort of yeah. faded out and then well, died yeah. in the 90s. I think they died like completely in the 90s, right? They, they died around the time that cassettes CD were and cassettes. relevant. CDs came out like early well, cassettes... 90s, right? 
Yeah, but cassettes came first. Yeah, yeah, cassettes were like immediate, like in the middle thing, medium. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a know. good audio setup, they aren't bad. They aren't that expensive, by the way. It's like 150 bucks for a nice turntable, some good speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's doable. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get good ones though, like because you can get you can get scammed very easily. There's a lot of uh, very cheap ones out there that mm-hmm. are not good. Get, get a, a nice audio technica. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Also, remember, this is like phys- like this is analog media, so you need those. Uh, what are they called? The the tips. Uh, stylus. Stylus. That's what they're called. Yeah, you need to. They need to be changed every now and then. So make sure you buy a, a lot of those. You want a good counterbalance mm-hmm. on there too. Yeah. Okay. Now we're turning into Tecmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's um, let's mention that Asim and Gold is going to play fourteen. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's happening. <clears throat> it's that's a YouTuber. That's streamer? a YouTuber. That's a stream. I think it was streamer is the more appropriate a Twitcher, term. as I, they say. Mm, I think we say mm. streamer. I think that's what we have mm-hmm. uh, decided to go with uh, <laughs> the whole no, world. No, like we call them Twitchies. Come on, <laughs> I, I'm I'm hip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he announced it uh, yesterday before we finished. Sorry, after we had finished our show notes, I think uh, that's when he mm-hmm. made the official announcement on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So um, be I nice. Hope that goes well for him. <laughs> yeah, and I hope his own audience and anyone else who anyone else who watches. I know mm-hmm. it's exciting. Doesn't just fucking shout at him. <laughs> I understand it's exciting because it's him, right? But I've already told you about how annoying it is when you, like, WoW players play 14 and there's all these people in chat going, Oh, yeah, they look like this. Stop! <laughs> Don't do that. Be nice. Let him play the game. Because we're going to be like, Oh, uh, all the WoW players are going to shit all over the game in chat. You are just as bad sometimes so you just chill <laughs> wait, wait. the fuck off yeah okay wait do you think because you know how like especially when classic came out for a while mm-hmm. there was like streamer servers where like if a streamer was on this server that was basically their server because people would crowd them yeah like and literally do everything for them and yeah. like you couldn't you couldn't even really kill them in pvp because they just do that i mean obviously the same can't happen in 14 because you know it's that but like what if like Asmogol comes to your server? Yeah. And it's just like anywhere he goes, you look at shout chat. And it's good luck to the server he picks <laughs> because your your server is about to change forever. So mm-hmm. uh <laughs> mm-hmm. we I'll be watching that with bated breath. I'm glad I'm in the EU. He's obviously not gonna come here. So good luck, North America. Um yeah. Uh it's um I, don't I mean think it, it will happen, uh, but I I don't know. <laughs> I guess it could be. It could. Yeah. Oh my God. Would you didn't even put in the uh, the fourteen versus the the player numbers thing. Uh, that's very oh, yeah. relevant. Uh, we're in a time of great change in terms of community. Mm-hmm. It seems because uh, fourteen has. If you look, I will say. The numbers, I'm not sure if I can quite <laughs> trust the source, but I will say it mm-hmm. is very obvious that we are very close to, at least, overtaking World of Warcraft, uh, which is a huge deal. It, World of Warcraft has been at the top in terms oh, this is in terms of active players, not total players, active players. Mm-hmm. Um, that's n- never happened. Essentially, World of Warcraft 
has uh, I'm I'm not going to be that I'm not sure in the early days maybe RuneScape was higher than WoW at some point but for th- free to play so it's, it's that's hard true to... yeah 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 since the early 2000s yeah 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 since yeah so it it is it has been the the uh, the biggest um the biggest MMO out there uh, and now 14 has caught up with it and big very big World of Warcraft content creators are moving over to World of Warcraft. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <Fantasy 14. laughs> yeah. Uh, that's... I never thought that was going to happen. We did it! The WoW Killer happened, guys! It just happened it 10 took, years later. Than... It only took a decade. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, it only took a decade for an MMO that might have been a WoW Killer uh, to actually become that. As some, yeah, I remember when we, we were like battling with... Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Like, when that mm. was, like, the battle everyone cared about because World of Warcraft was so far away it was not even worth talking about. Or like, But we have to we have to focus on, like, the people in our own group, like the games, in, the, you know, in our little peasant corner. But now, here we are. We can... That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I've th- uh, thought about that a lot this week. I'm like, this is unbelievable that this is happening. <laughs> And it's not even an expansion launch. Like, we're six months of drought ahead. And this Mm -hmm. is happening now. Bizarre. Well, yeah, I would have to say I agree with chat that, like, like Square Enix have been doing very well with 14. Yes. But I would say a lot of the reason that WoW has been falling off are self-inflicted wounds. Oh, absolutely. World of Warcraft is in a state uh, right now, and... That's obviously why they're jumping. Um, I mean, look at their content releases. Compare them to ours. They haven't. They, they apparently still haven't got their point one patch after Shadowlands. No, Shadowlands was like November last year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's rough. It's what rough. do you do in game? What are you guys doing? Nothing. Are you just grinding for gear? <laughs> that sounds miserable. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah. It's, Maybe this will make Blizzard wake up. Like I don't like, I don't like the idea of WoW dying because WoW no. there aren't that many oh. big MMOs, and WoW's sort of always been like, you know, they've set a standard. Uh, I don't like having just one big. It's okay to have two big ones. I mean, we can have many yeah. big ones. Um, so, and also the pain of being like a WoW player and being like. My game's dying, dude. <laughs> that is not a good feeling. So uh, I hope maybe this makes Blizzard like wake up. Like the warning lights are—they should have been started flashing a long time ago. But maybe now they're paying more attention. Now there's, to it. they're going to put a big MSQ in the next expansion, and you're going to have to do all of the quests and make little story decisions. And there's going to be a little cat boy who's <laughs> next to you. <laughs> maybe this will lead to that. Uh, wow, uh, crossover. That'd be. Wouldn't that be crazy? That is crazy because it would pro- at this point probably benefit both. Because fourteen yeah, is so yeah. big now that people would be like, mm, maybe I should go check out that crossover mm. on WoW. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we also have the added benefit of having devs that actually care about everything and everyone, uh, the community, the game. I mean, compare World of Warcraft's <laughs> devs or. They have like this weird like PR team that deals with like there's there's they feel so they're very removed from their devs uh, in World of Warcraft. We are they, we are very lucky with what, how stuff is working. Yeah, 
I, I don't think they hate making their own game or anything like oh, that. Oh, they don't hate the like, game. No. Yeah. But you could not imagine having like a fan fest like we do with like, you know, members of the development team in a band and everyone goes crazy. Everyone right. goes crazy for it. Right. People lose their mind. Yeah. Right. See fucking They're doing uh, a fucking um, meme dance in the background. Yeah. Like not yeah, that they don't have big or... events too, but yeah. it's it's definitely not the same kind of engagement you're getting right yeah and like you wouldn't imagine a member of the blizzard team playing the automaton in front of a <laughs> bewildered pianist right exactly yeah mm. for better or for worse yes. yeah well everyone everyone is welcome <laughs> to 14 you guys be nice you guys, I see, I see you already in chat. You're like, all oh, these WoW players going to ruin. It. I mean, we technically said good luck if your server is picked as Asmus. But <laughs> there's going to be a time of transition. But remember, mm. you can you can change their ways. Just kill them with kindness. There's no mythic rating. You don't have. You can stop the grind. You're free. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's that'll be interesting to see how this goes. Um, I don't know. The, it, yeah, anyways. Uh, it's just my, my 1.0 brain cannot deal uh, handle this information. Because that from is, a game where you couldn't even jump. From a, from a <laughs> game that couldn't even, like, it had, it was literally no one's competition. Like, it could not compete with anyone mm -hmm. at, at the time. People didn't even, and now we're here. Mm -hmm. Bizarre. What a turnaround. All right. Um, so... So, there is a 14-hour broadcast happening this year. It was originally cancelled because of the situation. Uh, and mm -hmm. now it is back. Um, following the delays due to the COVID-19 situation and state of emergency in Japan, we are pleased to finally announce the 7th 14-hour broadcast starting on Friday, July 9th, uh, 2021 at 6 uh, p.m. PDT. The dates, sorry, details will be announced later. As usual, note that the audio will be available in Japanese only. Um, and there will, of course, be preventative measures against COVID-19. You know the deal. Uh, mm -hmm. Cool to see it back. Still strange that it is not, there's no, there's nothing for the non-Japanese part of the player base, which at this point, I mean quite last year we talked about it i said it's quite a substantial part of the player base that don't speak japanese to because uh, what we just talked about it's even bigger now uh mm -hmm. it's still strange that they're making events exclusive to japan only i uh, mean hey they're japanese yeah <laughs> you know like, i know i'm just it's just a stupid there's lots argument, of english only but... events in other games english other, other events but that's because it's aimed at the world. That's why it's English. Mm. I'm Norwegian. Well, I don't know if you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. There are, there are no events in Norwegian for me. <laughs> I feel left out. Um, yeah. What are you saying, Yuri? You think we'll get the live a live letter during the 14-hour stream? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, July 9th. Well, yeah, maybe. That's... I, think I haven't thought of that. It would be like one of the last two. That, I feel like there's only going to be 
two and at most three live letters between now and the launch of Endwalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's... Oh, like... yeah, they need to explain data center visits, so maybe. True, true. It's oh, fuck, that's gonna happen. I forgot. Yeah, you know it's what happened before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's probably gonna be posted uh, sooner, uh, later. Um, that the fan uh, live letter. God damn, mm-hmm. speech difficult for me. Um, all right. Um, that's uh, that's that. So special 14 hour broadcast, July 9th, 6 p.m. PDT. Be there or be not Japanese. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on. Interview time. Uh, this, this is from Gamerscape. We have to read this because of a very square Enix kind of problem, uh, which you will understand mm-hmm. when we get to it. Uh, this, uh, like I said, this is Gamerscape. Um, uh, all right. Now that FanFest 2021 is wrapped up, we have had a chance to ask Final Fantasy XIV's Naoki Yoshida a handful of questions that still lingered in our minds in the weeks after the event. I love Gamer Escape's interviews, by the way, because they, I feel like they ask the questions. Do you know what I mean? Like, other, other, other interviews are usually like, they have a vague idea of what the game is. Ease? <laughs> what the game is? What the game, I was, you know what happened? <laughs> I was thinking about the ice cream that I have in the freezer, and that's East in Norwegian. And my brain was like, I want East. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> the, um, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, they, they other uh, <laughs> the interviews, they're usually like, mm, I have a vague idea of what the game is. I'm going to ask some vague questions like, how, how did you work through the pandemic? And then it's like, mm, it was very difficult. And we get those questions. Wait, well, wait, wait. Yes? Stop. Ubisoft just announced Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope for the Switch. You're announced. Oh. Thank you, Rollo. <laughs> also, I, I saw that not... on my screen a long time ago, like <laughs> oh, 15 minutes ago, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to mention this. <laughs> but thank you, Rollo. <laughs> you love the silence after you said that, like, no one cared. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways. Gamerscape, good interviews. Anyways, uh, it's great to see that Endwalker will have so many things that are original to Final Fantasy XIV. Could you tell us how the development team came up with the ideas for Sage and Reaper? Um, uh, Every time we design a new job for the game, we first consider the overall design of of Final Fantasy XIV at the present and decide on the role of the job first. In Shadowbringers, we were planning to add either add either a tank or a healer, and we ultimately chose a tank at that time. However, since then, we've seen many requests from players around the world asking for a new healer, and conversely, we weren't intent on adding a healer with Endwalker. We were intent. Sorry, we were intent. Uh, The other job was decided to be a DPS, and in consideration of balancing the DPS roles, we decided on a melee DPS that used the same gear types as the Dragoon. Roughly speaking, our next step would be to decide on the weapon for the job. Many players had requested a job that utilizes a two-handed scythe, so it was a fairly smooth process. We already know. This is a question we've already... This is an answer we've already read uh, to settle on that weapon for the Reaper. Once we decided on the scythe, our thoughts went from that to a Grim Reaper, which in turn was extrapolated into the idea of implementing an avatar. When it came to the Sage, we really struggled... Okay, you know what? Uh, This is... We already already know this one. He has that... That is a copy-paste answer from Yoshi P. 
He's already learned that answer, and he just gives it to everyone who asks about the jobs. Uh, okay, let's mm -hmm. move on to the other one. Lots of players are excited for male Vieira. Some, however, are still wondering about the newer races' uh, lack of hairstyles, hmm. lack of visible head equipment, and, <laughs> in the case of Rothgar, needing a Fantasia to change their existing hairstyles. Are there any plans to level the playing field for Vieira and Rothgar players by making adjustments to those issues? Naoki Yoshida says, For both the Vieira and Rothgar, there are certain characteristics we wanted to emphasize in their design. The long ears of the Vieira and beast-like features of the Rothgar. Due to this, there was a limit to the range of customization, and we worked with these conditions when creating these races. If we wanted to make these features more customizable, we'd have to sacrifice those unique features, so it would be great if everyone could understand that at a fundamental level, I feel so angry when it says that, it would be great if everyone could just understand that at a fundamental level, it is not simply a matter of whether or not we make adjustments to accommodate this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have mentioned this on several occasions, but I understand why players request this. Okay. I understand why players request this. I really do. <laughs> In an effort to accommodate this, even if just a little bit, we have continued to spend a lot of time assessing possible changes in structural design of the models, as well as potential additions to our current workflow. Even as I write this, I, ju I just met with a team to get an update on their testing status for this. We may not be able to get them to be exactly the same as the other playable races, but I hope to be able to give you some kind of update soon, including the status on the stubble for Hure, uh, as you asked about previously. So your patience on the matter is greatly appreciated. Love, love that like little like call out. It's like, mm. Yeah, I remember we asked about the fucking stubble too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop I asking like about it. the fucking stubble! <laughs> I like that because the question was double-barreled, he was able, able to completely sidestep the question about needing a Fantasia to change, yeah. change hairstyles. Uh, conveniently Rothgar. ignored that part. Um, um, yeah, that is... Uh, it's, it's not a no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think that's... Um, it's a thing. The Rothgar's... Yeah. Why can't they do hairstyles for Rothgar? Just normal. Like See, I understand the Rothgar hairstyle thing a little bit because the hairstyles are tied to the face shape, but each face has two styles of hair. hair. You should mm -hmm. at least be able to swap between yeah. those two. Or they should make an exception and allow them to change, let, allow Rothgar alone to change the head shape to change their mm -hmm. hair. That is another possibility, which yeah. I think is less likely to happen. I know, because... We also know why it's less likely to happen. Fantasia mm. costs money. Ooh. <laughs> like spending money, don't you? Ka-ching, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, with data center travel coming soon, it feels like we're nearing the end of the path that started with World Visit. From a development standpoint, uh, will data center travel and the technology behind it allow you to do things with future content that you weren't able to do before? Uh, Yoshida says, right now... Well, 
well, we'll see. Okay, right now we are putting in all our effort into making travel between data centers a reality. So at present, I do not have anything formulated in regard to further game content or system expansions. When going back and forth between data centers, our frontier servers, which are uh, implemented on a higher tier than the game servers, uh, need to re relay information on each character. In order to keep a high processing speed for the frontier servers, they are set up so that the server does not know information on a player's character's free company or the whereabouts of its members. Unlike the world visit system, the player will not be able to carry over information on their free company or cross-world link shells to another data center. That's why we call this travel, and it is intended as a temporary visit. Using this to create new content will be quite a challenge given the fact that certain information is being withheld during travel. However, I feel that this would enable everyone in the community to hold more large-scale events or create more opportunities to meet and make new friends. I believe this is the biggest advantage of this system. Hold on. It holds back hmm. information. So, would you not be able to, like, level? I don't imagine that's the case. It's holding back certain things that are tied to the servers. Your level is tied to your character. That's true. That's true. Mm. That's fair. Okay, so you're essentially... Okay, so if all you're losing is free company and crossword link shells, that's fine. Right? That's not... I mean, you're a little... Well, that's all he's mentioned. You're but... a little isolated, though. Like, because you can't talk to... Well, that's traveling yeah hmm. yeah blocks access to the market board and retainers probably as well stuff like that like other um Lovable stuff though yeah especially for the feature of being just go to another data center yeah mm -hmm. um right uh eternal bond ceremony probably not possible it's considering we can't even do that with the current system so uh yeah it's the yeah. Why that one? Is it because of the invites or something? Like, is there something? There's some hard. I I don't know. It's a bit. This is a mystery to me. It's well. an instance like any other. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I I don't know if anyone will ever ask this, but that would be a question I'd like someone to ask the developers in one yeah. of these interviews at some point. I agree. Anyone out there, if you're ever going to have an interview, Yoshi P, that's, that's, ask that on our behalf, please. And then say speakers was responsible for this question so he can direct his anger towards us yes. specifically. Yes. I don't think it will make him angry. I feel like it's not the kind of question that... I, feel I like have it's mentioned this not... on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, right, so now on to the thing I teased uh, earlier. This is not this is not good. It's bad. It's a bad it's a tease for something bad. <laughs> uh bad with, tease. <laughs> with previous expansion releases, players often got a heads up for when they could pre-order the collector's edition. Was there a reason that didn't happen this time around? Are there plans to make more physical collector's editions for those players that weren't able to secure a pre-order? So let's just explain that real quick. There was no proper like lead up to the collector's edition going on sale. There was the no. announcement of the collector's edition during FanFest and then it just went on sale. Was it the following day? Like after FanFest had I think, ended? I think it was that same night, wasn't it? The same night for North America, I think. Yeah, it went on earlier for North America than for Europe. Europe was like I remember, 12 or noon, I think, my time or something. And I think I remember like almost immediately after I could go to the store and it was like in stock. And I almost bought it, but I didn't. Yeah. North America was same night and then Europe was the following morning. Um, but mm -hmm. still, you would have to have 
watched fan imagine imagine most people that are not like staying up to watch fan fest mm-hmm. would have gone to bed gone to work and then come home i'm talking about europe right now come home let's say you're home at four or five by that time it has already been sold <laughs> out for four hours it went on mm-hmm. sale at noon uh it, Fucked up. Should have done it on your lunch at work. Yeah. You're like a responsible 14 player. So if you're wondering why that's fucked up, here's the answer Yoshi P gave to when they'll restock. First, I want to also, also should also mention that people that were like literally sat there and waited for it to go up live. Some people couldn't even get it then. They were like, oh, you got it. Mm. And they're like, actually, you didn't. So there was that mm. as well. Okay, Yoshida says, First, I want to apologize that we were unable to keep up with the large demand for the collector's edition. We had initially planned for our fan festivals to be physical events, but as each one was cancelled due to the coronavirus pandemic and having to pivot to one single digital event, it led to this misstep. With FanFest 2021 now one single event, we were heavily focused on the promotional aspects of the event, trying to make a big splash with major Endwalker news, and also announcing and beginning pre-orders for the title, while all of our fans were tuned in. Looking back on it, that goal was the impetus for the pre-orders starting so suddenly, and it was the big learning point for us. I do want to... Yeah. Also... Not only that, he during the um, during the when they showed off the collector's edition, they were like, "You will buy this. You will buy this with your money. This is you are are you a peasant?" That's literally what they did. That was their sales pitch. Do you want your friends to point and laugh at you for not having this? You will get this. Uh, and so it was. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to note that we have continued to carefully consider the quantity of our physical collector's editions based on quantities and sales from previous expansions. However, the recent influx of players, which you constantly point out in every live letter, uh, greatly surpassed our expectations, which resulted in a shortage of supply over the great demand for collector's editions. But here's the kicker. Unfortunately... It takes a very long time to produce all of the different merchandise items and figures for the collector's edition, and we tried to readjust the allocation globally, but every region was at their capacity, and we were unable to add any more stock. We hope you can understand, and again, I would like to give my sincerest apologies for this. That's not the answer we wanted. (laughs) Yoshi P, what? Where's the rest um, of your answer where you say, ah, we'll restock soon? Mm. I don't it's not there. You get to say that when the system fucked up the way mm. it did. That is the weirdest response to this ever. Like, oh yeah, we're just not gonna we're just not gonna make more. That was all we had, really. So what are you, it's Sony with the PS5? What is this? <laughs> I- <laughs> It's it's bizarre. They the it's for this is a this is the game. This is the collector's mm. edition for the game. It is never the game has never been more popular. And what did they base their numbers on? Shadowbringers was like record numbers of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at us, we're competitive for WoW now. Yeah. <laughs> bizarre. I wonder how many they sold. Like, mm. how many they made total? I feel like this could be solved pretty easily by just 
I think the people that want this will be happy with ordering it. They will get a code for the game and then they can be told, we'll send you all the physical stuff later. Yeah. Also, the game... I think they will be... The game is six months away. Yeah. So there's that probably is, That is time. pretty crazy to be out six months before it's even out. Yeah. It's... What is this? And also, no advertisements for the collector's edition went out. Nothing. It was like, maybe on the day for for Europe, like at like nine a.m. You may I got an email with like, oh, collector's editions will be out at noon. Uh, most people will be at work, uh, or whatever, or sleeping for that matter. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just this is the strangest thing and handled in the worst way I think I've seen. Uh, in terms of this is the worst thing you should be. <laughs> Set uh, this year, um, yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel bad for the people that didn't get it. There's quite a lot of you out there. So you know bad what? For the people, especially that pay that like waited. Oh yeah, that got, were told they got oh, it and then did not get it. Yeah, that that sucks. Yeah. That's that that part's really bad. I think. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Just don't care, and then it doesn't. It's not a problem anymore. See. There, there you go. Classic. That's, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> if there you go. If you just tell yourself you don't want it, then you don't want it, and then you don't care. Just don't care. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to make people very angry. I'm sorry. Like. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> it's a joke. I mean, <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a good, good coping method. But method that's essentially that's essentially what Yoshi P said. If you're if you're really gonna yeah. put a spin on this, it's like he. Essentially, just try to get over get over it. You didn't get it. You get over it. You don't have to care. Um, all right. Despite the fact that we told you that you're now a plebe because you didn't get it. I, did they never... I, did they not... That was a little mean-spirited. <laughs> did they not restock for Shadowbringers? I don't think what? they needed to. Did it never... Oh, really? I have a feeling something restocked, but I'm... Oh, you know what? That was the Encyclopedia Eorcea. They actually uh, restocked that one. I still didn't get the second one. I don't have it yet. I missed the window like twice. <laughs> oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Encyclopedia Eorcea Volume 1 doesn't exist on the European store. It isn't even like... You can't <laughs> even put it on yourself on a waiting list. It's like it never existed. Um... All right, let's read this uh, interview by Buffed. This, that was the Gamerscape interview. Uh, Buffed has some stuff as well. Um, mostly bullet points. points. This is a German interview. So uh, mm -hmm. it's translated, it's by, translated the by the... Yeah. Okay, so some points on Reaper about play style. Um, nothing, is full, nothing is fully set in stone. It's still in development. I feel like it should so, be at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, avatar will not act like a pet. So there you go. Good. Thank God. <laughs> pets. I, I couldn't imagine it working like a pet at all. No, no. It'll probably, it'll, yeah, it looks like it'll just work like um, the, the Dark Knight double that mm. you get. Um, to put it simple, Reaper actions can be divided into three categories. Solo actions. Action, oh, hold on. Actions executed by the avatar and finally combined actions with both the player and the avatar. So I'm assuming you still get, do you get a, like a pet hot bar when it appears with the actions? Oh. Or do your I, old no, existing actions I mean, turn into avatar actions? So how I imagine this is what they've done with Summoner and Scholar as of Shadowbringers, which is 
most pet actions are now on the hot bar itself. So you yeah. execute them, and then three seconds later, your pet will execute uh, them. No, just don't say that. Love Shut that. Up. Love that. <clears throat> well, he did say they're nothing like pets, so maybe yeah. they're not. Maybe it's, it's different. I, I think it just means more like, I don't know, your character will like duck, and then a claw will come out from behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, going through your rotation will accumulate some sort of gauge or stacks. Can't go into detail yet. That will allow you to use a strong combination action with your avatar. Okay, pretty straightforward. Um, so here's some design choices and background. Uh, always had a lot of feedback from players who asked for a scythe. We already heard that. Player, like, a fan favorite, apparently. Um, and EU, all they want is a scythe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy weapons tend to give the image of a slow, hard-hitting playstyle, but that, that is not the case within Final Fantasy. Most attacks will be stylish and quick. Um, okay. Uh, we had a Reaper, as you would see... We had a Reaper, as you would see them on tarot cards in mind when thinking of the job concept, but also knew we wanted the Avatar to play an important role. All right. Uh, if you Weird want to comparison, <laughs> but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to think of it from a manga slash anime perspective. <laughs> Sorry, I love this part. <laughs> Yagami Light from Death Note would be a suitable figure to compare it to. You know what? I get that. That makes, it makes sense. sense to me. It well, does. I'm it's afraid. Just funny I'm, to hear it. I'm afraid it's not done. A normal person, Yagami Light, or in our case, you, the player, enters a sort of contract with the devil, Ryuk, in Death Note, or the Avatar in our case, that will create a very strong being in the end. Kira. Quite the same, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bleach, a very popular manga in Japan, has also influenced us, but as always, we're giving it our own spin and flair. All right. Uh, I yeah, this, I love. So I, don't know. I love that they point out a normal person, Yagami Light. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, all right, miscellaneous. A lot of players enjoy making new characters, but get scared of having to redo everything. Are there any plans to make achievements, minions, and mounts, or even glams account wide? <laughs> Short answer: No. I couldn't imagine they would. Do I, so. I, yeah, that's. That's that. Longer answer. There is New Game Plus, if you want to play the story again. There are Fantasia, if you want to change your looks. And if you want to make a new character for RP, get a level boost on the Mog Station, you fuck! Just, just spend fucking money, you yeah. idiot! Are you it's not poor? I feel if that level of bluntness is a result of it being German. translated into German yes. and yeah. then translated into English. Yeah. 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 It's funny, though. <laughs> it's funny because it feels like it just removes all the fluff from Yoshi P's answers and just boils it down into how he really feels. Uh, mm. In previous expansions, the new areas were always geographically close. This time, they seem to be a lot more spread and we're even going to the moon. Do you think the playing experience might suffer if the new maps aren't uh, as tied to each other as before? Um... HP says, no, I don't think it'll lead to a bad experience. All areas will be connected in some way or another. For example, if we wanted to go to Old Charlian, we will be going through Limsa Laminsa. For the new area Rads at Han, uh, sorry, same for the new area Rads at Han. Uh, even in Shadowbringers, sorry, Stormblood, the Warrior of Light had to travel far east. Uh, there were dungeons on the way and other encounters, but it ultimately helped the Warrior of Light get used to the new region. It'll be similar in Endwalker. We're going to the moon, after all. I just can't tell you how yet. 
I don't I see know, how I... the zones being far apart would affect the expansion. No. I I feel like every zone is really self-contained for the most part. You'd especially in yeah. fingers. Like, yeah. Being Lakeland, you don't really get the feel like, oh, this is right next to Kalusha kind right. of thing. You know, like right. you don't you just know it as, as its own zone. I mean, it's, it's it's not right next to Kalusha. It's Kalusha's not, the only zone it does, I, it's I, not connected I, to. Il, yeah. I should have said uh, uh Ilmeg. Yeah, um, right, but right. still it's, it's like yeah there's like a like even the, the gate towards it doesn't really look like it no yeah yeah that's that's true um the digital the did the digital fan fest was a great event and the fans were really excited but it was a different experience than being there in person what did you personally miss the most especially when it comes to interaction with fans Yoshida says, sadly, there was no other way because of the pandemic. Yes, we know. If the event was in person, I could have left the stage between segments, taken photos with fans, signing out autographs, or just listened to their feedback about the game. When I had the audience in front of me uh, at fa past fan festivals, I was always able to see how they react to the things I said. This was obviously difficult this time. I was able to read comments, but I couldn't see the expressions fans were making. Whether they'd be angry or annoyed or happy at what I was announcing. I wonder what it felt like when he uh, announced Blue Mage. Remember that? As a limited job? Mm -hmm. That must have been an experience. Did they say it was a limited job well, on stage? Yeah. No. They they, well, they said limited job, but they didn't explain what that was no. on during the keynote. It was only later that people became... Remember there was like people... like There was a like, murmuring in the like audience. There was like a lot of... <laughs> it was not the reaction they had hoped for, I think. Or maybe they... No, mm -hmm. it felt like they had expected it because they were kind of rushing through that bit a little. It was very odd. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about... Okay, so we're back to the Viera Rothgar hair and hats. Maybe he'll... Uh -huh. Maybe... Maybe we'll get some answers this time. You announced that male Viera will be added in 6.0. A lot of players are still waiting for additional hairstyles or the option to wear hats on Viera or Rothgar. God, he must be so fucking tired of getting it. I mean, he should be tired of, of that because uh, he should fix it. Um, so, yeah. Are these being worked on and potentially introduced with the addition of male Viera? Short answer. Not yet. <laughs> Long answer. No, no, no. First off, the reason why Viera and Rothgar can't wear hats right now is the following. We have very standardized specifications when it comes to headgear, and the unique design with the long ears on Viera doesn't always meet these specifications. If we allowed every headgear head if we allowed every headgear piece, it would lead to clipping or other errors. The unique design of Viera and Rothgar just prevents us from allowing these pieces. If we want to follow our specifications, Oh, if you want to follow our specifications. Nevertheless, we are aware of player feedback, and we are definitely not the kind of dev team that ignores their player feedback. There were a few things we said would be impossible to do, but we worked hard on it and made it possible in the end. We have regular meetings. I was just in one I was in one just yesterday, and we're planning on having another one this upcoming week, where we discuss discuss how to lower development costs or which options we have to add more hairstyles. Or which options we have? Oh, or which options we have to add more hairstyles. The players can be assured that we are aware and thinking about this, but I am asking for a bit more patience and that you wait a little longer. I hope to have some good news soon. Coming soon, TM. Please look forward to I... it. See, TM. <laughs> I... I think the 14 devs make a lot of quality gear sets and headpieces. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> 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 they're 
like sometimes as a Mikote, you'll put on a hat and your ears will just vanish. <laughs> yeah. Or like or you'll be an Aura and you put on a helmet and they just they're just jutting out of nothing. <laughs> yeah. So and like yeah. Yeah. Would it be so bad for some things for like Viera just to do the same thing? Oh, it's weird <laughs> that they keep Viera and Rothgar at this like higher standard of apparently yeah. when it comes to clipping. Um Gear sets don't even have tail holes. Right. <laughs> just... Yeah. They kind of stopped doing that after where they're uh, like, oh, what's the point? They're like, just yeah. they clip through anyways. But... <laughs> so one thing I noticed recently is that one of the gear pieces pant one of the pant pieces from um Pagelthon, instead of a tail hole, or instead of the tail just clipping through the pants, the back of the pants actually go underneath the tail. I'm like, wow, those are really low. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you get like a little—you get some like plumber's crack or something. Wow. I mean, the game isn't designed to show that. But no, I feel like it would be there. <laughs> Modders. Uh, all right. Well, I have a plumber's crack. <laughs> okay. Um, I well... noticed when I saw a particularly hussy-like character in the party finder at some point. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the hussies. Uh, you are loved. Uh, uh, I... All right. I hope they they're working hard. I know it. I know they're work, they'll do it. It's just just funny with some of the stuff we get in the meantime. Yes, that's true. <laughs> was that was that one hat they had it recently? The the baseball cap for like the letter outfit. Oh, your ears will just vanish. Yeah, they your are ears. just gone. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird because that's such a simple thing to do. Just clip the ears through the fucking hat. Like, sometimes I, I understand with, like, some of the more complicated, like, helmets. Remember how much mm -hmm. effort they put into the fucking, like, the the, the original... Yeah, the ear socks for the armor. Like, yeah. bizarre. But, okay, okay. Yeah. do you remember the Ronkin gear, right? The the tome gear from the launch of Shadowbringers. When you put on yeah. the, the tank fending thing, the head is like thinner than any fucking character's head. So you're just squishing them into a little wonkin tin can. Soft heads. We have very soft heads. It's soft mm. like a baby soft spot, apparently. We are just all soft spot, Rollo. The whole head. Uh, oops, all soft spot. Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh. That's it. Um, let's t read some mog mail. We have. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna jump to. I'm gonna jump to three. Uh, in, okay. in the in here because I think the other one's kind of irrelevant. All right. Um, here is uh, mog mail. Uh, mog mail. This is from Miles Sainsborough from Balmung. Uh, greetings once again. The sudden surprise of updating the game's loading times and UI resolution was something I never knew I wanted, and I'm happy with how they did it. UI elements like the buff-debuff icons, text, and other elements look a lot more crisp and far less crusty. 
Um, and loading between stones is literally less than a second for me, based on my PC hardware anyway. Small but notable quality of life updates uh, like this makes the game feel fresh again, and it gives me a small bit of hope that in the future we'll get a texture update so that we no longer have to deal with super pixely and crusty clothes. Looking at you, Hian and Grahatia. What are your thoughts on these quality of life updates, and do you think we'll get better textures in the future? Well, we've sort of already talked about the textures, um, but... It is interesting now thinking about what else they can update in terms of quality of life like that. Because what else RTX is there? RTX on. Yeah, there is that. I don't know. There that's, is that's, the ray tracing is probably a thing yeah. that will come eventually. Do you think it will come actually? It feels like... I don't think so. I don't, it doesn't... I'll be honest. Like when I see ray tracing screenshots, I'm like, it doesn't... Well, isn't that the beauty of it though? Isn't it like very... Um, I mean... Like efficient, maybe it's is efficient. It yeah, it's very efficient for like the and and the it doesn't of... require much input from like the devs. Mm. Like it, it'll be like okay, this is did. I think Yorgi has froze. Oh no, he came back. No, there is. I think I think it it's like oh, this is water. You do water thing. You are reflective. You reflect, and that's essentially how the. <laughs> That's a layman's uh, <laughs> <laughs> explanation of ray tracing, um, but yeah, it's. I think that's something they can probably do. It's a cheap, from what I can gather, it's a very simple way of making your game look more next gen, even though it is somewhat old. Looking at you, World of Warcraft, for for instance, <laughs> right? Uh, the fact that they have ray tracing is kind of amazing. Um, or is it? Maybe it isn't. I just think it's it's just new technology, and I'm like, wow, wow, much wow. technology. <laughs> I I feel like ray tracing sometimes you'll notice it a lot and shit like like maybe like cyberpunk because it's like volumetric lighting kind of thing you see like lots of god rays god rays and light shafts yeah we don't really have that kind of thing in 14 as often right and That's when true. we do it's more like 2d sprites that already look really good because mm -hmm. they're 2d sprites yeah yeah the only thing i can really see benefit from it is water because the water mm. in 14 looks hmm <laughs> hmm, looks, or maybe yeah maybe, maybe some of the low frame rate reflections could be fixed. oh yeah that too yeah because <laughs> so, sometimes yeah. you'll just look at the ground and see the boss and it'll be like a 12 <laughs> fps it's I'm like what the fuck that yeah happened? yeah that's true or, uh, or you know what <clears throat> the shimmering like you know when you um look at some like terrain textures and you turn the camera at like a at a weird angle, mm -hmm. and it gets like this weird fucking the, shimmer through it. Is that the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah? And it happens yeah. so often. <laughs> is that the tessellation thing fucking up? Is that's this, that's yeah. the tessellation? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, there's also I, there's one thing I want. It's like the aliasing needs to be fixed in this game. It's still FXAA, right? Yeah. So that bad. that's bad. <laughs> and you can really see it. Remember when they showed off Charlian like in game, you could see all the aliasing, like the <laughs> artifacting happening in the background. I, I don't even like, think they had it any on. I don't, I don't I think it was just Yeah. They just just raw pixels. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um Yeah. That's yeah. If if I'm gonna be realistic, just any kind of anti-aliasing other than what we currently have. Because we have like the barest minimum of aliasing. It's I mean, there's nothing wrong with or using it. It, looks, even. it. Yeah, it can look good sometimes. It's, 14 it does cheap. not. 14 does not look good with <laughs> aliasing right now. It is. Uh, uh, yeah, reshade like is. 
Reshade is the only way to get good aliasing <laughs> right now. I, I keep saying aliasing, anti-aliasing, even. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Someone said in the chat too, just stuff like more bones, I think, is for, for yeah. stuff like hairstyles and armor. <laughs> yeah. I said this, I don't know if this was on the podcast or not. Can we stop saying bones? <laughs> no, boning. Boning. Mm, boning. boning is Rigging is the term that we accepted as a as a game development no. community many, mm. many years ago. I reject Why are it. We... <laughs> I reject the word. Boning <laughs> is the word. We use bones, therefore boning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is very strange that they keep calling it that. Um, uh, yeah, bones are used in the industry, but boning? Are we? Do we? Boning is not. Do we say boning? Uh, we say boning. Yeah, what if <laughs> boning is a term that is used in the English-speaking? No. Yeah, no. rigging bones, but yeah, yeah, no yeah. one says boning. No. Boning we have established <laughs> in the English language means something else. <laughs> yeah. There is no boning in this That's industry. Sorry. There's no there's a no boning zone. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. More bones and more physics. Give it. Mm -hmm. you know, actually, you know happy. what I want? What? I want clanky armor. <laughs> I like clanky armor. You, you know, like when you walk in Dark Souls and you have like heavy armor, you go like, oh, yeah. Clank, clank, yeah. Clank. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time I'm in a dungeon, it's just endless clanking of people walking. <laughs> I, would, I would hate that. I already hate like big Magitek uh, mounts, like yeah. the Magitek armor or the. The, what's the other one called? The one from Alamigo? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't like the called. noises they make as they walk. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, I want the clickety clank. Add more, please. Yeah, more clickety clank, more bone, and uh, anti aliasing. All right, that's all we want for Christmas. Uh, that's it for the show, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, same time, same place. Remember to stay tuned for the post show that is coming up if you're watching live. Remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxiv, twitch.tv slash speakersofheitland, youtube.com slash speakersxiv, exclamation discord in chat if you want to join our discord server. If you're watching on demand, link is in the description. Uh, send us mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash mogmail. Um, that's it. We'll see you in the post show. Uh, be nice and eat pies. Bye! Bye! You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Eidolon, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.